Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Uh-oh, guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Monday, Tuesday, hump day is halfway. It's Mike Shope. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> and the Bulldog. Hey, guess what day it is. Oh, come on, I know you can hear me. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Guess what today is. It's hump day. Woo-hoo! On WGR. Hump day. Sports Radio 550. Okay, all right, okay, all right. Good afternoon, everyone. On a Facebook uh, stream on Friday, I better, I better make an appointment with the hairdresser. Got to look, gotta look nice for the stream. Got to look nice for the stream. How's everybody doing out there? I am the Bulldog. Happy to be with you on this Wednesday afternoon. Mike Shope has the day off today. Zach Jones at the controls. Uh, and uh, we're ramping up, right? We're, 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 getting, we're getting ready. Bills are preparing, and so are we. <laughs> we, we don't have to practice. Uh, what we have to do is corral our emotions and our anxiety and try to make it through the week, uh, without going, you know, completely insane. <laughs> That's, that, you know, no big deal. That's it. That's where we are as a fan base. Uh, th- this, <laughs> I gotta tell you, man, uh, I get, gonna get the phone number out right away because I, I, I'm, I'm hopeful that we'll get some response here early. Um, and this is the best hour to do it. It's the first, the only guest-free hour of the show. Joe Goodberry, been covering the Bengals a long time, now does so uh, with the YouTube channel. He'll join us at 4 uh, to get the lowdown on the, the opponent for this week, the Cincinnati Bengals, the defending AFC champs, by the way, if you want them. Uh, so that's at 4. At 5, Sal Capaccio will get the rundown on everything that went on at One Bills Drive as the Bills uh, get ready for this divisional round playoff game. And at 6, Paul Hamilton uh, will be along to, I don't know, review the wreckage of last night's overtime loss to Chicago in Chicago. Uh, but to start out, I tweeted this, I don't know, 45 minutes ago, an hour ago. Uh, I really liked where we got in the 5 o'clock hour of yesterday's show. And if you weren't with us, uh, it started with um, my partner, my co-host, my friend, uh, Mike, divulging that maybe for the first time ever, I think this is kind of how he presented it, he's feeling some some emotional attachment to the players winning. Um, 
and, and like wa- wants it for them. And the you know he, the way he said it was this is not something that I've ever really felt before about them, especially you know professionally being in this job. Uh, but it, he's feeling it, and the reaction to that, uh, my reaction to that, I, I, I was I was blown away to hear him talking like that. Um, it's just it's just out of the ordinary. Um, you know, I, I don't know, maybe it would be, yeah, I can't think of a good comparison right now off the top of my head, and I didn't think of one beforehand, so I'll just leave that by the side of the road. But it was, I thought it was powerful. I got a, a, a decent amount of feedback on Twitter that indicated as much, you know, people who are loyal listeners to the show were struck by um, such a unique presentation from from Mike. I mean, you know, if we were to, um, like, draw up, uh, character sketches of us after, you know, all these years we've been here doing this together. We started in September of 2003. I think Mike might be drawn as the cold, analytical, statistical analyst. It's not all he is, but, but that, that I'm just, I'm giving you a character sketch, okay? There's not a lot of depth to that. All right. So character sketch of Mike is that me, I'm like the emotional basket case, right? Like everything, everything can make me emotional and I like the stories, you know, I, 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 I like the myth making, uh, even if I can acknowledge that some of it isn't real, (laughs) um, or maybe, maybe a lot of it, maybe most of it isn't real, but it, it, it has drawn me in always. I like the stories, right? Um, so to hear him talking more like, I guess, more like me, if I'm you know, allowed to flatter myself uh, by saying that, I, I think really resonated with, you know, again, a lot of our regular audience. And we got some calls on that, and I really enjoyed that. There was one guy in particular that stood out who called and referenced uh, my saying for years, you know, look out for what's after the championship. Because my experience with the Red Sox has been, and, and this happened right away, it's, it's you know, been compounded, which is a weird way to put it, uh, this, this detachment I felt almost right away when they won in 2004 after not having won since 1918. You think we got a drought uh, championship-wise. I mean, you know. Anyway, um, the guy referenced that, you know, like me saying it, it changed for me, and I got kind of more casual and less, you know, just less plugged in. Um, the losses after that never stung as much. And then, you know, as I said, compounded, they won three more World Series in pretty short order uh, after that. And, yeah, I'd say that I didn't enjoy those championships. I watched them. I participated in them as a fan. But it was it was never the same. It can never be the same, I don't think, as that first time. And something changed for me after that first one. The quest was over, right? So this caller who lives in Carolina, I don't know if he said Charlotte or if he even specified what, you know, what, what part of the state, but he makes the drive, 13 hours, I think he said, um, each way, every home game. And he's been doing this for years, and he just does it and does it and does it. And he said to us, um, you know, thinking of my description of my experience with the Red Sox since they won, he's like, you know, if we were to win it, like, I don't know that I would keep making that drive. You know, I, I might, I might, 
you know, might get easy. I, I think I said that to him. Yeah, it might get easy to just sort of, yeah, it's on TV. It's a long way, and yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm not as thirsty anymore, right? Um, and I, I loved hearing that story, and I got some feedback from from listeners about that specific call too. Um, and so, I want to kind of open the door here as we begin the show, uh, asking you, you know, in our audience, like, what is it that like, why do you want this championship so badly? I mean, I know maybe that sounds like a dumb question. But I want a championship because I want my team to be the best. You know, I want to go to a parade and throw confetti at players riding around on fire trucks. I go, okay, yeah, of course. Like, that comes with it, right? Um, but I, I think for a lot of us, there are other, you know, there are other factors that, for, like for me, outweigh like getting to go to the parade or getting to go on you know social media and dunk on other teams' fans. Like I, I don't know that that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't really appeal to me. Uh, maybe that's because I've got this as an outlet and have had this as an outlet since 1995. So I, I don't need that. I, I don't know, but I, I don't exactly feel like we spend our time. I don't spend my time dunking on anyone. We haven't had a lot to dunk about. Uh, <laughs> I guess either during my radio career. Um, but there's more to it, like you know, and and Mike, you know, acknowledge that too when talking about eventually getting to he wants it for the players, this group of players. Um, you know, we heard about the past players, and of course, friends, family, community, like that's 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 a huge one for me. I mean, I I I think the the scene around us. Uh, and like within the community of Bills fans, I think would be so powerful and so emotional. Uh, I, I just, I, I want, I want, I want to live through that. You know, I want, I want to feel that. I want to see that. Um, we've had you know, like some really, really great moments since the Bills have ascended to the contender level that they have been residing at since the 2020 season kind of got rolling. And even within that season, I can remember um, after the Patriots Monday night game in 20, the Belichick throws the phone game, right? That next day, Mike was sick that whole week. I think he was out the entire week. He definitely missed that game, that pregame. And I think I worked alone for most of that week. And I remember like that day after, I mean, people were calling like, look, I'm emotional. I got emotional hearing Mike talk like he was talking yesterday. Um, that day, the Tuesday after that Monday night win in Foxborough in 20, like people were calling, multiple people were calling the show and breaking down. And it was a, you know, a regular season win at Foxborough, right? It was, it was, it was but what it was, what it represented, Belichick throwing the phone is such a powerful memory. It's, it, it, it represented so much the satisfaction that we felt from having done that to him, seeing our team do that to him, was powerful. And I think a lot of fans took it as, you know, symbolic of the Bills' rise and, you know, simultaneously the Patriots' demise. And so we, we've arrived, right? We're at a certain level now. And, like, that, that meant a lot to people. So much so, and, you know, it was the holidays and we were – 
you know, that was the first winter of the pandemic. I mean, there were a lot of things that I think could have contributed to the emotions that were around at that time. Um, you know, things that we might not even be cognizant of that were weighing on us that just sort of came out. Uh, you know, I, speaking for myself, I'm sure I felt that um, with everything that had been going on in the world, not just with the Bills. Uh, but our little corner of the world there, there was a lot of there was a lot of emotion. And so, like, I, you know, that taught me that that there's a lot of that out there in the fan base. And, and I don't want to say that I didn't suspect that to be true, but until you actually get it back uh, from the fans, uh, you know, from the listeners of our show, you can't be you can't be too sure. Um, but, but that that day, like I remember that, and it, it cemented that for me. Uh, that that the 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 attachment, you know, it's it's about a lot more than the parade. It's a it's a, it's about a lot more than you know, being able to puff your chest out and scream through your painted face like we're number one. You know, <laughs> singing we are the champions. Whatever whatever way you'll want to celebrate. Um, there's a lot. It goes a lot deeper than that surface level uh, outpouring type stuff. So um, I'd love to hear from fans today. Like you know, if you can answer that question, if you're if you're up for answering that question, like what is it that 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 makes you want it so bad? Like what is the you know if you're if you're you know willing to be open enough and share uh, with me and with our audience, like what is it that like, like drives you and fuels you to like want it so badly. Is it the guys on the team? Is it the doubters of Josh Allen from when he was picked? Uh, you know, is it some some favorite player? Mike mentioned Tre'Davious White and him being as open as he's been about how treacherous the road back from that injury was um, last year up to now. Um, like that's a guy like I, I have, I, I, it's not hard for me to get behind the idea of seeing that guy with a trophy after what he's told you, he's told all of us he's been through, uh, just to get back here. And like lots of guys have paid that price, um, in sports, but there's a guy on our team that's telling you like, look, this was very hard mentally, emotionally. There were times where I went to very dark places. I didn't know if I was going to make it back, that sort of thing. And like, there he is, right? That's powerful. Um, so like, there's that on the team side, of course, family, friends, parents, moms, dads, like whoever got you into it. Uh, is is certainly fair game here. 803-0550 is the number. As I said, I'm hopeful. uh, We'll see how it goes. This first hour, we'll we'll spend, you know, the time doing this, and then hopefully we'll be able to kind of dip in and out of it in between guests at 4, 5, and 6 this afternoon and into the early evening. Okay, so 803-0550 is the number. And let's fire it up. Ryan is first up this segment. No pressure, Ryan. You're on WGR. How are you, man? Good, Bulldog. Well, there's there's certainly always a lot less pressure when it's just you on the air, although I love Mike. It's uh, good to speak with you today. How are things? Things are good. I appreciate you calling. (laughs) Good. Well, I I just was going to call in yesterday when you and Mike were talking about, um, well, more so Mike was talking about, you know, the the human element of the players and needing it for them. It was funny because – the second McDermott and Allen came on to speak with uh, media after uh, DeMar's incident, I was texting my buddy 
you know, with goosebumps saying, I need it for this group. I need it yeah. for those guys. Um, you know, for especially, you know, even, even the coach, you know, he's kind of an easy target sometimes for people with game management decisions and things like that. But when you see, you know, how the players respond to him and what they said about him and the situation makes you think about the bigger picture of not only the game, but just the, the family environment that they have and, you know, how much work he probably puts in not only to, you know, the game plan and strategy, but into the, the people, um, you know, wearing the uniform and not wearing the uniform. So, you know, I need it for those guys. Long and short, I need it for those mm-hmm. guys. Um, so thanks for taking the call. Sure thing, Ryan. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, I, mean, I, 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 I do. I feel that very strongly too. That's um, when when uh, when Mike brought it up yesterday. Uh, it's why I had the reaction I had because like that is um, to me like McDermott especially like Ryan. You, you, I mean, you ta- you, you covered it all there, right? Um, you know, the, the coach, you know, makes a mistake here or there, um, you know, um, isn't, isn't as aggressive as you'd like him to be for, you know, field goals in the AFC title game, 13 seconds quintessentially, right? There, there are things that you can be upset about him for that are entirely valid that I don't really think even sitting here right now, we have, um, all the positive, answers to like the, the the answers to the questions the concerns i think only get erased when they win and until they win then you're going to have um you know i i don't like when he calls these timeouts right before a team snaps the ball when the bills are on defense like we saw a couple of times in the miami game uh frivolous challenge uh you know fourth fourth down decision making you know what whatever it is these things they, they and, and and again 13 seconds quintessentially like these things stick to these professionals until they win and so for for him and for all the people there, I, I, I share that. I, I want it for them. I think he has done, McDermott has done so much right here in putting this thing together. Um, you know, I, I wasn't as uh, put off or as skeptical. I, I had my share of skepticism about, you know, the culture, talking points, and the process, and, and certain things that were the touchstones of the beginning of McDermott's tenure here. But to me, even without a win yet, he has delivered on that. Like, this team is entirely believable as a tight-knit group. That's not to say there aren't guys on this team that maybe don't get along. I, I, I don't know that every every member of the roster uh, is, is tight. Um, but there, there's enough of that to make me feel like McDermott has sought out a certain personality and has brought those players here, and together they are in this moment like just – they're a very tightly knit group. Um, that that is my perception from the outside. I don't I don't say that just because they're good, um, but it certainly helps. I mean, I wonder how tightly knit they'd be if if they were lousy, but they're not. They've got too many good players to be lousy, and especially a, a fantastic quarterback. Um, I've been very proud of the way McDermott has talked about the challenges the team has been through. Of course. 
him talking and Allen talking and then eventually Mitch Morris and Dane Jackson about Damar Hamlin, um, you know, the, in the days after, you know, the run-up to the Patriots game and, and after what happened in Cincinnati on January 2nd. Even before that, I thought McDermott was hitting home runs, talking about, um, you know, not, not wanting to overstate the challenge they had digging out of the snow to go play football. Um, and I thought his response to questions about that were just perfectly appropriate. Um, you know, talking about, sure, you know, yeah, it's hard, but you know, a lot of people back home that are in tougher than we are even. And I think just acknowledging that and, um, you know, conveying that it goes a long way. Like the worst thing I think you can have with your sports team is, um, the feeling that they're detached from you. I mean, we all know they are living a very different life. Um, some of them, uh, I mean, the, the salaries are something, you know, the, the average working person can only dream of. And then even at the high end, it's, it's not even hardly conceivable. I, I don't even know how you could dream that big. Um, so like, it's a, it's a different lifestyle, um, that can, be maybe difficult to stay in touch with the challenges that their fans endure. And this team, through McDermott, I think, and, and, and the leadership of the team, the people who speak the most often, I think, have a way of guarding against that. And I think that's important. You know, I, I, I think if you want to feel an emotional attachment to something which we all i think want to do with the with you know with the football team uh it's it's harder to do that if you don't you know if you feel like they 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 don't get you and a lot of these guys i feel like they get it they get here they get the experience they get the community uh, and I think that's really important. Thank you for the call, Ryan. Dan is next up this segment. Hi, Dan. Thanks for calling. You are on WGR. Hi, Bulldog. How are you? Great. I, I, yeah, the first thing, just I, I, I was like my mouth, I was by myself, and my mouth was open when Mike was saying it yesterday. Mostly, I mean, I was choking up a little bit. Mostly, I was, it, it was astonishment because Mike was saying it, and you weren't saying it. If there was <laughs> right. like a, a reverse WGR power ranking of guys least likely to make you cry, he would be probably number eight, and you'd be number one, and maybe Sal would be number two. But wow, it was and it, it was just a great hour, whatever it was, of radio. Um, it was just so compelling, and you know, and it is just, um, it's just, it's not that these guys are really good at what they do, and we all know that. It is what you said. It's just the really good guys on top of that. Um, or I think you even said, and if they're acting, they're incredible actors, and I, I honestly don't think that's the case. Um, but I think, you know, I, I want to – the things that I hear that bother me a little bit are the, these notions, and I, I don't know if you guys have said it or just callers, but, you know, it's Super Bowl or bust. It's Super Bowl or bust. Yeah. And I get it that expectations go up every year, but – but if if I believe this, that I want this for these guys as much as I do for my dad, whose grave I will go to and seek to walk it and plant a flag on, if they win the Super Bowl and weep weep like a little baby with joy, um, if I believe that that these guys are almost like family members now, then I'm not. I can't be in the Super Bowl or bust mentality. I mean, it just it just seems irrational to me. I mean, to me, or mm-hmm. or bust means or else, and or else means 
somebody's better somebody's going to have to pay for the sin of not winning at all <laughs> yeah and yeah if people are going to start screaming for massive changes monday or next monday or four mondays from now if we actually get to the big game and for heads to roll then it's kind of hypocritical what we're saying right now i mean I, yeah my heart actually will break as much for these guys if, if for them and i think we realize at this point you know we get the dolphins we survived that at this point everybody is very good maybe jacksonville and giants a little bit not so much but capable of beating anybody so at yep. this point you're talking about three coin flips in a row really basically yeah that's what it is games, yep. right and, yep. and, and people keep saying well we're heavy favorites well we weren't like 51% favorites or 60. We were like, what, 18% at the most yes. ever, you know? Yes, that's and right, Dan. I, Dan, yeah, excellent, excellent point. I, I, we we got to get to a break here. Um, I'm I'm really glad that you got through and got through right now uh, because I, I want to pick up on that on the other side of the break um, because that is something that I haven't really thought about. Mike asked me this yesterday, like I think to start the show. Did you find yourself on Sunday at all thinking about what would it mean if they lost to Miami? And I said it never really crossed my mind. I I I didn't I didn't get there watching the game. I get why you could have, um, especially in this job. You 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 especially especially in this job when you you start talking three minutes after or five minutes after the final gun sounds. Um, I, they don't they don't fire a gun anymore. Um, but you you know what I'm saying. Um immediate reaction but i never considered it and i've been thinking about that <laughs> since so uh, i'll pick up on that thanks for the call dan uh lots of time for you here uh maybe there's a couple lines open 803-0550 is the number what why do you want this so badly for the bills for the the the, the championship what what is it that's behind the you know the bravado of like ah oh, we're number one and all that like what is it that's driving you um, in this? Keep the calls coming. I am the Bulldog. Mike Shope has the day off. Joe Goodberry on the Bengals at four. Sal Capaccio on the Bills and Bengals at five. And Paul Hamilton on the Sabers at six. I am the Bulldog along with Zachary Jones. This is W. Well, I think the guys are in a good spot. You know, Demar's in the building now, almost starting daily and so that's that's good news and um as he continues to improve i think those are you know that that certainly helps so call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game you have 47 new voicemails download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollars per order additional terms apply hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. That's going to be, I mean, that's... That experience is will carry that with us, and there's a lot of there's a challenge to that, but there's also a lot of good that came from that. That is Bills head coach Sean McDermott earlier today talking about uh, Demar Hamlin and his being around the building and the impact that it is having on the team as they get ready for a divisional round playoff game Sunday at 3 o'clock at Highmark Stadium against the Cincinnati Bengals. Glad to have you with us today here on WGR. I am the Bulldog. Mike Shope has the day off. And we, but, but we, we are pulling, we are pulling today's subject matter largely from, uh, a conversation we had yesterday, uh, in the back half of the show about, um, you know, what, what is it? Why are we so attached? Like, what is it that makes us want this so badly? It's, it's more than just, you know, getting, getting to yell. I, I, I think for me anyway, I mean, I, the, you know, there's, there's a place for that, of course, you know, the boasting and trash talking and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, yeah, we're number one, um, man, to, <laughs> it, it goes a lot deeper. I think for the, the vast majority of this fan base, if not this entire fan base. Um, so that's what we're talking about here in the first hour of the show. 803-0550 is the phone number. If you are in the mood to share, <laughs> sure. Listen, I, as I was preparing for this, I I, I felt like, am I gonna, am I gonna sound like? Make sure you tune in tomorrow for a very special Saved by the Bell, right? Like that—that's that, sort of what I feel like I'm doing here. I'm a little—I feel a little, uh, you know, a little funky about it, but whatever. I'm—I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm, I'm all right. Let's get back to the phones here at eight hundred three oh five fifty. Lino is first up this segment. Hello, thank you for calling. You're on WGR. Hey, Bulldog, how are you? I am fantastic. Is this the Lino I think it is? Uh, no, it's Lino from Toronto. Um, okay. Spoken before, though. Okay. We, ha- we have a regular listener uh, who's in contact with us, Lino, who I- lives in Italy. And so I-, I thought when I saw the name on the screen, I thought it was – but glad to have you, Lino from Toronto. Yeah. Well, I, I, well, we're season ticket holders since 1979. And we've been long time, or I at least have been a long time listener and followed the show. And all I could say is, from the early seventies, with my father, an immigrant from from Italy that came to Canada and you know got roots here and took me to my first football game, um, to the time we got season tickets in nineteen seventy nine, it's been an incredible ride with the Buffalo Bills. So if we were to win this championship, for me, I guess in a selfish purpose, I'd say I would do it for my dad. My dad is is now ill. He'll probably not be down to Buffalo again to see the football team. Um, but my brother and I continue with the season's tickets, so so we go. Um, when they play away at, at away games, we sit there with them and watch TV and, and you know, watch the Bills. Uh-huh. Um, the other thing I'd say, even for myself, um, just I would like to finally say that we are the champions. And you're right, maybe boast a little or even brag just to say we did it. 
And then the other thing I was going to say is for the coaches and players, both past and present, it's been one hell of a journey, especially with the circumstances of, of this year. Um, for the city of Buffalo, who, who've, who've endured a lot, and even if this is our only championship, at least it would erase past years of uh, not being successful at, at, at obtaining that, you know, the, the holy grail, so to speak. And, um, you know, like I say, we come down to Buffalo. It's a special place for me. We sit with a group of people there from all over, and it's just, it's, it's like one big family. And um, it's, it's been an incredible ride, and yeah. I hope that it continues, and I'm pretty sure it will. And uh, I'm, I'm confident. I always have been. Uh, even if we lose, you, know, you pick out the reasons why. But at the end of the day, I think that we will rise to the occasion, and we will play to the level of the competition, and we will be successful. I, I firmly believe that. Beautifully done, Lino. It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance here on the radio. Um, and, and all the best to you, your family, your father. Uh, may you continue to watch Bill's games. Uh, thanks for the call. Brian is next up. Hi, Brian. Thanks for calling. You're on WGR. Hey, Chris. How are you today? Great, man. How are you? I'm well. So, uh, yeah, kind of like the last caller a little bit. This is going to be a little bit selfish. Um, so when I was a young kid, Jim Kelly was a rookie when I was in, I think, like second grade. So, you know, the Bills stunk. Knowing, knowing who Montana was, you know, when you're like eight years old was kind of probably pretty cool. <laughs> and then watching the games and watching the four failures and then home run throwback and then 17 years. And my kids are now old enough to, you know, to understand what's going on. Like, they didn't understand the drought uh, years ago. We ran out of the house screaming and going nuts out on Parkside Ave there. So they, they're like, what's going on? And, you know, they lost to Houston, and everybody was ticked off. Last year, my middle one uh, said some inappropriate things at age nine that, mm. you know, I said uh, just not in front of my parents growing up, and she slammed something on the ground, and I'm, trying not to laugh because, you know, don't want to condone that behavior. But, I mean, right. you know, she's into it. And she was mad at Mahomes, and she, she hates the Chiefs, and she hates Mahomes, and she was mad at the Bills. I'm like, well, get used to it, kids. This is your first epic Bills loss. Then the Miami game happened this year, and, oh, man, they jacked up. They go to St. Mark's. They're looking forward to, you know, having their Bills dressed down day every day. And the principal gave them off on February 13th, day after the Super Bowl. So they're really itching. <laughs> I wanted to win for them. So they can experience something yep. that I never experienced as a kid. And like the last caller, my dad, is uh, he has um, pulmonary fibrosis. So I don't know how much longer he's going to be with us. So, you know, for him to enjoy it, too, would be kind of something kind of fun to do. For sure, Brian. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely feel it. But I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of like so many different things I, I, I want to say or I could say uh, right now. But the, the thing out of everything you just told us uh, that stands out is that your nine-year-old saying inappropriate things um, because it, 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 it trips a, a wire for me um, of a memory from boy. I, I'm the only reason I'm reluctant to ever like retell this story is because i never have the year right but you know i'm old enough to have remember the buffalo braves i'm probably was around the same age as your daughter um the the time that the the braves kind of got, got jobbed i said kind of and you know I, I, someone my age or older is going what do you mean kind of bulldog they got screwed um celtics in the playoffs there's like a, a, a horrible foul call and like the braves had it won uh then there were some free throws and they lost and i was so mad nine or ten years old 
I I don't know what I had. If I I don't think I was a blanky kid, so I, I don't think it was a blanket at nine or ten years old. Um, m- might have been my pajamas. I don't know. I I I took I I was so upset that I pulled something off. You know, I'm assuming my shirt, um, and like was was sort of like whipping it around above my head and. I, I I lost control of it and it 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 knocked over something that was on the t- TVs used to be on the floor kids there were these huge console jobs that weighed as much as your car and like they weren't hung on a wall uh, and the picture was pretty lousy anyway so this big console TV and like something that was on top of it because it was a piece of furniture again not like a framed photograph hanging on your wall um, I knocked something off the TV and I got I got sent to my room. But I got I got sent to my I got banished for an inappropriate reaction to a foul call in an NBA game at age nine or ten. I, I, you know, I guess the future for me was apparent. Like I was destined to be uh, doing this and losing my mind about sports even at, at a very young age. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, whether it's you know your dad, uh, my dad, uh, you know we we. You know, my story might be very similar to Brian. My my father's not ill, thankfully, um, but he is 89. Like I I and I don't say that to be like if, if you're listening, Dad. I you know I hope you're here until like into your hundreds, okay? Um, but like I I feel that weighing on me. Like I, I I want him to see it. Thanks again for the call. 8030550 is the number. Jonathan is next up. Hi, Jonathan. You're on WGR. Thanks for calling. Hey, Bull. For the show, um, but my background. Did we lose you? My oh. friends, um, all that. But I really want this for the city. I said everything we. Well, can you hear me? Hello. Yeah, I got you. All right. Um. Yeah, I want this for my for my brother, my friends, and really for the city. After everything we've been through, from the top shooting to um the blizzards to um. And then outside threats like COVID and the new potential nuclear war in Russia, the issues here in the United States. I mean, talk about how special that 04 Red Sox championship was. If the Bills year, I, I'll yes, I'll be rooting for the Bills to win again. I'll be rooting for the Sabres and once they win the Stanley Cup. But if the Bills win all this year, I don't think there's any sports moment that could top this after everything we've been through. Thank you for the call, Jonathan. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I, you know, having never seen our teams, and we were talking about the Bills here, uh, the Sabres are a part of this too for many of us. Um, yeah, I mean, what, what, what could possibly in our past top them winning the Super Bowl? I mean, I don't, I don't think there is a thing. Um, thanks again for the call. A- at the end of last segment, um, the, the, the gentleman brought up the idea of, uh, you know, Super Bowl or bust was, you know, like he, 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 he said he struggles with that, like hearing that, right? Because it, it implies that like there's nowhere to go if you don't win. And went on to talk about, you know, sure, being the Super Bowl favorite is great. And we have, and we've talked about that. I, I, I talked with, um, news sports reporter Jay Skursky last week for a, a piece that was in the newspaper on the weekend. 
And something I said to him is, you know, we, we've taught, I mean, it was about expectations and, and fan reaction and that kind of thing. And I was flattered that, that Jay reached out to me for, you know, my perspective in, in doing the show and talking to fans uh, six days a week during football season. And, you know, whether the expectations are fair or not and whether they have, like, raised to such a level that it's, it's, it's like, almost unfair. Um, and I said, well, you know, sure. Like we've talked about them being Super Bowl favorites. They know what they are. Their stated goal is to win a championship. It's not like we invented it. But yes, we talk about it. I I told Jay talking on the phone. I don't know if this made the paper or not. Like if you could like Google search the most frequently used words on this show in the past year, I have no doubt. You know, other than us and us for me, uh, that you would get. See, there's another one. You would get Super Bowl favorite would be, I think, the thing that would come up number one in any search of most frequently used words or phrases on this show. It has been the subject on this show, and I think you know any 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 sort of platform, any programming like this, because that is what they have been. So, of course, expectations are high. But you do have to remember, like, we are now in, I think the same caller also said, here come three coin flip games, if you're if you're lucky enough to win the first two flips. And that's right. You know, any, any result from here out that isn't a trophy, isn't a championship, of course is going to... This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. To be a bitter disappointment. Because we've poured a lot into it. 
but it has never been a, like a guarantee. Like to me, Super Bowl or bust. Like, what? Okay, so we busted. What does that mean? Uh, do we have to change everything? Do we have to change? Like important things, um, offensive philosophy, defensive philosophy, coaches, coordinators, key personnel, or do you just try to keep the band together and come back and try again next year? Because it's sports. I mean, I'm definitely in the keep the band together and come back next year because it's sports. I mean, of course, there are always going to be changes. Maybe people get jobs that are better than the jobs they have. Dorsey's going to interview for the Carolina head coaching job, so maybe your offensive coordinator gets poached for a second year in a row. Um, but the the bust part of the equation, to me, there, there isn't a an, an easy answer to what, what exactly that means because I don't think them not winning will present – some fatal flaw that needs to be addressed. It might just mean you got to try again next year. And I, I know, like, that is not, <coughs> excuse me, that is not, that is not a filling meal for a, like, bloodthirsty crowd. You know, a, 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 a passionate, upset, angry, whoa, you let us down crowd, but it also might be the most appropriate. Um, so that that is something that, Again, since Mike asked me, I think yesterday to start the show, did you think at all watching the Miami game? Like, what if they lose? I didn't. But since he asked me, I have. Um, and, you know, we'll see how it all shakes out. But um, there is no guarantee. Um, you know, they're they're one of the eight teams left now. So, you know, they've, they've got to look at it. Um, but any any one of these games that they're going to play from here on out could go, could go either way. But that's just the reality of it. And sure, there could be mistakes and things that they do wrong. They also might just get beat. I mean, that happens. 803-0550 is the number. Thanks for the call so far. We'll squeeze in uh, another couple as well before we get to the top of the hour. And Joe Goodberry on the Bengals. Mike Shope has the day off today. I am the Bulldog, and this is WGR. All right, excellent job so far this hour, folks, uh, on the phones and on the old Twitter machine. I am the Bulldog. Mike Shope has the day off today. What is it that drives you as a fan? You, what, 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 what makes you want the championship so badly for the Bills? That's what we're talking about here, at least to start today's show. We'll uh, get into more of it in the, uh, in the coming hours as well. Uh, but before we hit the top of the hour and our first guest of the day, Joe Goodberry on the Bengals, let's uh, squeeze in a couple of more calls at 803-0550. Kevin is first up this segment. Hi, Kevin. Thank you for calling. You are on the air. Mr. Parker, how are you, sir? I'm fantastic. Thank you. I don't don't need the formality, but I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I can't help it. Hey, uh, real quick, and, and I'm sure that my old man's probably listening, and I get choked up now just talking about it. So thanks for that. You know, needed that Wednesday afternoon. Uh, <laughs> I uh, selfishly, I want the Super Bowl uh, for my old man. Uh, I'm only 31, so you know when they went to four in a row, I was in diapers, so I really didn't know what was going on. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I definitely want him to be able to see that. To attend that parade with him would be would be awesome. Uh, it would be a memory of a lifetime. Uh, and I want it for all the Josh Allen haters out there. Uh, I really do. Because obviously we know in, in Buffalo, you know, everybody's always hating on the team. They have been for years, uh, rightfully so. And uh, I'm sick of it. And so that's, you know, that's what I want. And uh, this weekend I want to talk about, too, not to take away from this, but uh, – 
I think the keys, you know, and I'd like to hear your thoughts, you know, at some point. Uh, I think the keys are Josh turnover control. Uh, keep that under wraps. Uh, Ken Dorsey's game plan. And uh, then our secondary holding, you know, that three-headed monster that they have yeah. a wide receiver. Um, yeah. You know, hold them in check. Uh, I think that's going to be huge. So Thanks. that's it. Yeah, Kevin, I, I agree. I mean, the, the very challenging set of skill players there. I mean, the running back's no slouch either in Mixon, but they, 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 they really um, they, they didn't, couldn't run it against Baltimore. We'll see if they how much they work on it against the Bills. But certainly Chase, Higgins, Boyd are a uh, challenge. Uh, best to you and your dad. Kevin, I hope you get to go to that parade. Adam is next up. Hi, Adam. Thanks for calling. You're on WGR. Hey, Bulldog. Thank you so much for taking my call. And, uh, yeah, I, I've dreamed about the day that we – win a Super Bowl. And I think for me, the, the biggest thing is about relationships, right? Everything that kind of revolves around all of us being sports fans is being in Buffalo. I'm actually a pastor in the Buffalo area and actually preached in Zubas a couple of years ago, uh, right before the Kansas City game. And you have people sitting in your pews or sitting in your community that are all sorts of different thoughts about lots of things. But the one thing that we in Buffalo can unify around is our love of the Bills. And so I just get excited about the thought of doing that with the people that I watch every Sunday having the opportunity to celebrate as a community together and just see what that does. Because, yeah, our community has been through a lot, and this is just, yeah, it's a distraction. It's something we can enjoy together, but ultimately I think it's something that we can all um, rally around. And, yeah, so thank you so much for taking my call, Bulldog, and uh, I'll just listen, but I appreciate you guys. Thank you. I appreciate you calling. Uh, Very well done. Uh, Appreciate the sentiment. And uh, don't let this sound like this is the end of this conversation. It's the end of the hour, and we've got a guest coming up. But we will revisit this and hopefully jump jump right back into it uh, at 4:30 because I I'm enjoying and my my experience doing this job tells me our audience is enjoying it. Uh, so uh, we'll we'll hopefully get right back into this uh, after we get some info on the Bengals. Joe Goodberry been covering the Bengals for a long time. Uh, he will be our guest right after this. Mike Shope has the day off today. I am the Bulldog along with Zach Jones. You're listening to WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.